It's out there. Live from New York, it's Ask an Engineer. Oh, it's a spooky time of the year. It's basically Halloween and has been since August 1st. Welcome to Ask an Engineer, the spookiest running long-term, every single week, Ask an Engineer electronics show, longest running show on the internet with electronics on it. It's me, Lady Ada, the engineer. With me is Mr. Lady Ada on camera control. We've been doing this for like 10 years. Uh, we're, we're still alive, so we're gonna still do it. We're the Edward Factory, where we do all of our design, test, ship, manufacture, documentation, all the electronics that you know and love. But now we're gonna have an hour long of engineering news and new products and features and all just cool stuff. So lots of, sure. lots of it's not out yet. And uh, some cool guides as well this week. So let's kick it off with a fun-filled electronics packed show. That's right. Can't take it anymore. In the beginning of the show, we had some Adabox little fun things we put together, videos. Um, you have until Monday at noon Eastern time to get Adabox 09 Halloween theme before it ships. If you don't have it, do it right now, this second. Yeah, you're um, not, not going to remember, and it's going to be Monday, and then it's going to be over. They are, and we're shipping like the fastest shipping we've ever shipped before. So we got this dialed in. Um, but for tonight, don't forget the code is NeoTrellis. 10% off the native food store tonight up till 11.59 p.m. except for Adabox, what I just talked about, and gift certificates. It supports us, an open source hardware company in New York City. We are loan and venture capital free. We are independent. We're still profitable. Um, but it's only that way if you purchase something. So please do that and use the code to save a buck or two. Show and tell. People around the world showing and sharing their projects. Lady will talk about that. Pack of the bag. We'll stop by. Read your letters to us. Time travel, look around the world of makers, hackers, artists, engineers, some current events. I mean, New York City factory footage, 3D printing, new products. Once again, top secret is... Epic. Epic again tonight. This it's, has been like four or five weeks in a row. It's beefy. Yep. We'll answer or, your questions. Or if you don't eat beef. That's right. Impossible burgery. Impossible um, <laughs> And uh, if you haven't already, go to adafruit.it slash discord. Not only should you do that for the show, but also if you're going to Maker Fair, go there. We have a Maker Fair New York room and you'll want to be part of that. You want to, all, all the cool kids are hanging out. We have trivia questions, and we'll give away something at the show, all that, and more on Ask an Engineer. Yes. Okie dokie, Lady Ada. Pay some bills here at the Coats, yep. Neo Trellis. Um, as you're ordering stuff, we still have a bunch of Circuit we Playground do. stock. We do. We have so many freebies. Order yep. $99 or more, you get a free Circuit... $99 or more, you get a free half-size Permaproto, our bestest ever. Uh, half size breadboard shaped bread uh, PCB with like the white silk screen and black and red and blue markings so it looks just like a breadboard and you can take your project and make it permanent. These are so handy and people love using them in their projects. $199 or more you'll get free UPS ground shipping that's high quality ground shipping in the continental United States and 48 states. Uh, it'll get there, it'll be trackable, you'll know when it's showing up, it's really reliable, we love UPS ground shipping in the United States. And then if you order 299 or more, you'll get a free Circuit Playground Express. And this is a top seller. In fact, we sometimes have trouble keeping it in stock because we're selling so many Circuit Playground Expresses. Uh, this is our all-in-one development board. It's got capacitive touch, accelerometer, neopixels, uh, microphone, speaker, light sensor, temperature sensor, runs make code, code dot, sorry, make code, CS, uh, discoveries code dot org, Arduino and CircuitPython. I can't even keep track of everything it does because the list gets longer and longer every day. Uh, and we're gonna be adding more and more capabilities to it as well as we are uh, always adding and increasing our ways of teaching people electronics. 
So order $300, you'll get one for free. And then you're wondering how to ship stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. How do um, ship UPS, stuff? that's if you're in the continental US, use that for sure. Um, it's trackable. If you don't care if something arrives, maybe ever, or maybe just a little bit late, or maybe it'll disappear and come back. Uh, postal service is okay. It's a little lower cost. That's why it does that. And then internationally, we suggest DHL. Yeah. Um, so far, it's working out. We've like really dialed in our shipping options. I think. Yeah. I mean, I, when when it was just me doing shipping and just you doing kidding, and I would answer all the customer emails, um, we didn't have DHL, and that meant that they had to do pay for customs yeah. and import fees when it came in. Now it's all taken care of when you use DHL and checkout. Sales right through. Yay. Okay. Um, if you're in Manhattan, you can get same-day delivery before 11 a.m. It's just one of the zip codes. If it's possible for where you're at in Manhattan, it'll tell you on checkout. Okay, Lady Ada, we've been doing show and tell for a long time, as I said before. People around the world showing, sharing their projects. This week we had a bunch of projects, Adafruit team and more. Well, yeah, this is a great place to tune in if you actually want to see, like, what's coming down the pike. You know, we've got the, um, it's not out yet. Maybe you're like, well, what is people not Lady Ada at Adafruit working on? Because uh, usually I show off usually only what I'm working on. But um, they come by show and tell, and it's kind of fun. You can get a preview um, and, uh, and see what, what the guides for next week are going to be. So we had Colin. And Colin's working on a synthesizer, and he replaced one of the potentiometers with a digipot. And so he did a little digipot demo. These are potentiometers that are, like, electronic. And he said, you know, the trade-off is they're a little noisy. So this is one of the downsides of using a digital potentiometer is, uh, especially with audio circuitry, it's not as quiet electronically. And... Uh, if you're not sure what that means, watch N is for noise that Colin worked on the script for that uh, uh, video that we have on our uh, Circuit Playground YouTube channel. Um, Mike Barella came by and pitched his book. He wrote a book uh, all about Circuit Playground. It covers MakeCode, Circuit Python, and Arduino um, hardware, software. It covers you know basically from the very beginner you've never coded to before to ah you know you're a C++ expert and you just love compilers. Um, check out this book because it has projects, uh, beautiful color photos, and of course a, a wide range of projects to build. Uh, he also made a Halloween badge. He's going to be at Maker Faire. He has a little badge now to wear. Um, All-in-one circuit Python board with a TFT display. We have some in stock and he made a badge. So you'll know it's him because he said he looks plain without a badge. Phil B um, talked about his guide that he got this week. It's like the SIGGRAPH like 92 demo, the maze demo, where you can tilt the hellowing and you fly through this 3D printed, uh, 3D printed, 3D rendered maze. Uh, looks like 3D printed. And we also uh, challenged him to make a teapot demo because he's all about the SIGGRAPH. Um, and we'll talk about that guy as well. Let me show a little video. JP uh, previewed uh, tomorrow's JP's workshops project. Here's a hint. It's a slideshow that when you tilt it, it changes the images. So he, he made a little slideshow that when you move it, it changes what it shows. So what is he going to build? I don't know. I don't want to learn it for you. Watch JP's workshop and you'll find out. Known Pedro uh, this week uh, kicked off with some Halloween case variants. So if you picked up a Halloween and you want to 3D print a nice case for it, and you have access to a 3D printer, check that out. They have a, a lot of different styles, including like with a clip or with like a lanyard, like with the lens, without the lens. Uh, Scott didn't do a Halloween project. He, he's doing a CircuitPython synthesizer project for his Game Boy Advance, or sorry, Game Boy Pocket. Um, it's a bleepy bloop demo. He's got the Celeste uh, Pico 8 game uh, soundtrack playing through CircuitPython into the synthesizer on a Game Boy Pocket. And he'll also be at Maker Faire 
Uh, so you can uh, track him down if you want to listen to the synthesizer. And then we had uh, Jonathan from Costa Rica come by, uh, learning Arduino and made an Arduino Uno project, uh, connected a buzzer onto pin 12, and then used delay microseconds to make tones, and had it play the Costa Rica national anthem, because apparently uh, September 15th was Costa Rica's uh, like national holiday. Uh, so that's awesome. And I've never heard the Costa Rica national anthem, so I have, and that's really sweet. So. I uh, got a sticker for that. Yep. And that's what we had on the show and tell. All participants on the show and tell get an SC on show and tell sticker. Email support adafruit.com and we will send you a sticker. Part of our Adafruit Live series of shows. GP's show is tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And he'll be showing some surprises, but this is what was on his show last week. Okay, Pack the Mailbag is stopping by. We read these emails every single week at our State of the Fruit, where we give out lots of interesting information to all of our team members, about stats of the company and all that stuff. And we also read these emails that you send to us, to the entire team. Do hug reports, that's what we call them, instead of bug reports. But here's an email that came in. Just wanted to pass along my thanks for your awesome shipping to APO. That's a um, military base. You're making my one-year deployment to Afghanistan so much more enjoyable. When I'm able to order, receive, make, build within today's 10 days, you rock. Thanks, Lady Ada and Ada for team, Matt. Um, we've always done free APO shipping. Um, all year round. All year round, and uh, that's cool. You'll uh, get it priority mail. You'll get it real fast. And 10 we, days. We've definitely, that's really fast considering it's in Afghanistan. And yeah. that's definitely faster than it would be if we were shipping uh, not to an APO. They have their own postal system. But a lot of people in deployment say that you know they're bored. They want to pick up some skills. Yeah. Um, some know, of the, um, I think it was a sergeant, and then it was a couple people that do training there. They said, yeah, we just make Minty Boost. Yeah, they pick up Minty Boost, um, or they they like pick up Arduino kits or, or Circuit Python kits or Circuit Playgrounds, and it's a good way because if you're sitting there, you're bored, and like I mean, you don't have really good internet. Um, one of the really cool things is you know with with Make Code and Circuit Python, you don't need to have internet access to yeah. build some fun projects. And uh, you can you can build a um, a gigantic um, spider detector. Yeah. <laughs> there's gigantic spiders there. There are. Uh, all right. Um, and also on JP's show, we do Make Code Minute. Here is this week's Make Code Minute. That's right. It's the Make Code Minute. Uh, and look, here's the Make Code. So for the make code minute today, I just wanted to show the very uh, most basic use of capacitive touch on the Circuit Playground Express inside of make code. So if you look at my make code session here, uh, I have arrayed out sort of in the shape of the board in the shape of this circle, a bunch of these uh, input blocks that are called on pin and then a pin number down. Uh, so this is like pressing a button, except all these do is they check the uh, capacitive touch pads that run around the outside of the board to see if they've been touched or not. Uh, now we can do fancy things like adjust their tolerance, but just in the um, default tolerance right now, all I need is to tell it what to do when I press it. 
what I did is I got a little fancy and I said, when I press any of these, call a function, and that's this function over here on the side which says digital pin uh, LED turns on. So that's the little indicator LED on the board. Uh, it plays a little beep. Then it sets a pixel uh, to yellow. So that clears the board basically to yellow. Uh, then it turns off that little indicator LED. So all that happens. And then the kind of uh, unique part is per pin, I set one of the pixels to red that's near the indicator. So uh, if you take a look right now, I'm going to touch, you might hear that little beep. So there's four sensors on this side and there's three on this side. And that is all it takes to use the capacitive touchpads as inputs on the Circuit Playground Express inside of Make Code. Okay, Circuit Python News. We like to call it Code Plus Community. We got that slogan from the community uh, because. When well, you learn it's Python, true. Yeah, you learn <laughs> Python. It's more than just code. It's the community that goes along with Circuit Python. We wanted to build that in from the start, and we're celebrating one year of the, the, of the Adafruit Circuit Python Weekly Mondays at two p.m. Eastern Time on Discord. It's for voice a full and year. text. Yeah. yeah, I show up sometimes text mode, but there's also voice mode if you want to yeah. speak. And it's a welcome to everybody. You don't have to even. You can be a Circuit Python user or somebody maybe you want to use Circuit yeah. Python. Pop in, you'll hear what's going on in the development, which is which is really interesting. Th this is one of the only like multimedia platforms for uh, community coding that I'm aware of, and we need help not just if you program. You can do translations. You can help with documentation. You can help with testing. You can you just can, try things out and let us know you, if it works. You can or just not. say, "Hey, here's features I want to see." Yeah. Um, so it's neat because we've got Discord, real time chat, have audio and video. We have our weekly shows. We've got show and tell, ask an engineer, 3D printing, JP show. We have the um, the code, the actual code on GitHub. Yeah. We have all of that. We have Twitter. We have our newsletter, speaking of. Um, so all this stuff together. Because you watch, like, open source projects, it's only as good as the community that's doing it. And if you build something great and you have a great community, you know, it can carry you forward for a really long time. Yep. So that's what we got going on. So good work. Um, Dan. Katney and Scott, Scott and, and everyone in the Lady community. Aiden, the entire team who's and there. And there's tons of people in the community. I don't want to name one because yeah. I'll have to name them all. And yeah. I'm not going to remember everybody. And I just do our team in alphabetical order. That's yeah. the most fair way to do it. Yeah. Um, so anyways, thanks. That's a uh, big achievement. Okay. And they're on YouTube too because if, if you want to yep. check in, like, what was it like a year ago? Yeah, we have playlists. So you can see like we were at 1.0 or 2.0. Yeah. Now right. we're, we're getting ready for 4.0 alpha. Amazing. Um, next up, uh, our favorite easy editor is... Moo. Moo. So if you want to learn Python, the easiest possibility with one of the best editors out there, um, this is it. This is a cool, um, I'm just going to show a clip from this video. This is using Moo with Pygame and then using a Xbox or PlayStation hardware controller. Mm, so uh, check this out. This is, a, this is a clip from Made with uh, Moo. And you can see this is um, not that much Python. It doesn't take that much. And here's okay, Pygame Zero. Yeah. And then you're like, wouldn't it be great to control oh. it with... A joystick. Oh, and it's reading from the joystick. Yeah. Oh, cool. Isn't that neat? So yeah. this is a neat other example of like Python on Python with hardware. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, so it's you know it's funny. It's like this is a, you're saying like you know it's things that used to be impossible to do and now they're this really used to be easy. Hard, and now it's easy. This used to be really hard and now it's really easy. Okay. And then you know you can also do this on a Raspberry Pi. Move runs on a Raspberry Pi, so if you want to have a little portable, yeah, you can do that too. 
And if you have these controllers already, you can use it there. So anyways, that's uh, if you haven't already, go to codewith.mo. But if you want to see these stories, go to madewith.mo. Yes. And Just all that. of these things is in our weekly newsletter. Thousands of people every single week. I think it's the most popular uh, Python on hardware it newsletters is. out there. It is. It's got to be. And yeah. it's, I think it's probably one of the most popular Python newsletters. Cause there's Maybe. I think so. Yeah. I'm we have say like, it. We've got, I think, almost 3,100 people who read it. Ad-free. Spam-free. And it's on adafruitdaily.com. You go to adafruitdaily.com. Scroll down, sign up for it. There's other ones there too. We never spam. We never do anything like that. We even came up with a separate domain name, adafruitdaily.com, to prove it. So that's how we do it. No ads. We don't share no, information. No, it's, it's it's like you There's just no sign up. There's no pop-ups. There's no popovers. There's no. We're sharing with our trusted partners. Stuff. And you know, if we people want, they can submit. If you have links or projects yeah. you want to submit to the newsletter, you can do that on GitHub. So please do. Like yeah. if you want, if you if you are to the blog, you can submit it through the blog, and we'll put it in the newsletter as well. Yeah. Okay, time travel. Look around the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers. This week, we're just doing current events. Um, the Adafruit team, some of us, will be at Maker Fair both Saturday and Sunday, September 22nd, 23rd. We'll be at the DigiKey booth DigiKey. on the map at 11 a.m. each day. And you want to go to Discord. Right now, if you haven't, I'll just put up the Discord thing. And coordinate over Discord. There's a Maker Fair New York channel. You can at Scott. He's in there. Um, or just ask for help. Any of the moderators can help. And they can add you to the channel. And we're going to do meetups. And then... Right after that, September 27th at MIT, Open Hardware Summit. So these are the two things that are coming up. Adafruit team members will be there. Stop by and say hello. Speaking of open source hardware, Lady Ada. That's what we do here. Yeah, we That's have what I do a lot. 1,576 guides. What's on the big board and this like we're, week? We're heading towards 1,600. Okay, we had a yeah. lot of guides this week. Uh, you know, some, some weeks are like a bounty, and some weeks there's not as many, but we had a ton this week. Um, Transistors 101, this guide by David Stells, um, everything you want to know about how to use uh, transistors from the low level, how to bias them to just like, I want to get this thing working, here's how to get it working. Make it change, potentiometers, this is from the Make It series uh, by Mike Borello, who again wrote this awesome book on um, getting started with Circuit Playground Express. This guy is actually really good. It's all about potentiometers and how to use them in different types with example code for make code, Arduino, Circuit Python and how to make the potentiometer, how to read the value and then do something with it. So if you want to add a twisting motion or a sliding motion to your project, potentiometer is a great uh, thing to use it for. He also explains where the word potentiometer comes from, which I kind of never thought about, but he put it in there. Um, Milk Jug Glow Skull, that's the, we showed that video from JP and we'll have a little video as well. Um, it's a screaming glowing skull with these eyes that blink. And um, you can use a Halloween, or you can use a Circuit Playground Express. Almost any you know, Circuit Python-friendly microcontroller will do it. We're using a Halloween. Um, and you uh, mold a milk jug, like a common one-gallon milk jug, over uh, a $5 Halloween skull. And using a heat gun, you can uh, kind of melt it in, and you can make multiple skulls. And they're, like, really cool and translucent, so they're great for filling with LEDs, which we love to do. We just... We see something and we're like, let's stuff it full of LEDs. It's just what we do here. Uh, if we were a candy company, we'd stuff it full of marshmallows, but we're doing electronics. Um, the Halloween Minotaur Maze, uh, that's a little demo. This is um, a full rate caster. So that's not a video. That's actually calculating the, and rendering the image on the uh, SAMD21. It's, it, the processor is pretty good. Uh, it's faster than what sent us to the moon. And, um, you know, used to be computers were about is you know forty eight megahertz. That's that's faster than you know most first IBM PCs that came out. Um, so it can render. 
uh, images and maybe he's gonna do a couple other fun rendering projects on the display of the Halloween. So fun if you've ever been interested, like how does 3D rendering work? Um, distance measurement with ultrasound, uh, this is a really great guide uh, from a new guide writer. And um, what's neat is this shows how to use these ultrasonic sensors. It's a new product that we have. So we have a guide for using it with MakeCode. And he goes into a lot of detail on how they work and how to calibrate them if you want to do some more calibration and like different tests. So it's not just how to use it. It's like all about ultrasonic sensors. Um, but, you know, using a Circuit Playground Express as a demo and then, you know, using the LEDs um, to graph distance. Um, then make it, build a custom front panel. Also a really epic guide. This technique is um, really nice. If you ever wanted to make a beautiful case, uh, he goes through how to do it for, uh, you know, your low cost. You want to make a beautiful case uh, covering. Um, you don't want to spend a lot of money. You get a custom print how to get that done and companies that you can get that done by and then how to step drill your case um, to uh, fit um, LEDs and you can have underlit LEDs or they can pop through. So it comes, goes through a couple different techniques. Um, but so, you know, some people, they want to have a beautiful box. This is an excellent guide with lots of tips. Um, ReefPi Guide 2 uh, power converter, uh, power controller. So we had ReefPi once. This is a Raspberry Pi controlled controlling a reef. Um, people who have um, saltwater reefs or freshwater reefs, these are uh, very delicate um, organisms that you know have fish in the coral, and you want to make sure that they're exactly right temperature, right pH. Um, so this Raspberry Pi uses sensors and power relays to turn on and off um, heaters or uh, the sensors, or you know, add more water or remove water. Um, from your reef. So check that out. Uh, there'll probably be more as well. I, I think if you're a reef person and everyone knows one of those aquaculture uh, fans, this might be a great project to dig into. And then uh, last but not least, we have the Circuit Playground Express help head tilt ears. And here is, I asked Dave, hey, can you just take a video of you using them? And, and it's, this is kind of cute. So it detects when you tilt your head and it kind of perks the ears up a little bit um, automatically using the accelerometer. I think this would be great for cosplay, uh, either for Halloween Spaceballs. or if you just yeah. want to be a mog. Yeah. Half man, half dog. Yeah. His own best friend. Uh, that's kind of what we were inspired by. But, uh, you know, any any kind of animal or rabbit or cat where you want the ears to perk up when you tilt, uh, it's a really easy project in make code. It's like two or three blocks of code. Yep. So, yeah, okay. epic. Them's the guides. Seven, eight guides this week. Whew. Okay, well, we have some made in New York City factory footage. A couple ones with sound, and then a couple ones we'll right. uh, talk What'd about. What did we make this week? There we go.
right, some other stuff we got going on here. This is uh, Fona. Fona 808s, coming out of the oven. Yeah, piping hot. And then we also have some Cricut. Selective, Selective solder, solder footage. That's yeah. what it looks like. And we got the, you can see the big nozzle, which can solder all three pins at the same time, which is awesome. And there you go, doing those servo connectors. Beautiful. And then we also have um, some vibration sensing and some other type of sensing using Cricut and Circuit Playground Express. This will make something happen when it hears something or there's a vibration or using the variety of sensors from light to other things to make something move and more. And this is some 3D printing. Whoa. It's like a gigantic crystal. Yeah. And like a Gifts for Carol. <laughs> the rose. And the Natabot. Hey. The Kryptonian who has everything. And a heart. Yeah. Wow, there's a 3D print. Oh, skulls. Skull mask. And Teddy. of course, <laughs> this is what our picket places go to sleep every single night in beautiful New York City. 3D printing. Noah and Pedro printing up a variety of things every single week. This week, we have Halloween, Halloween cases. And then we'll do a speed up. Okay, take it away.
Okie dokie. Okay, and we're back. every single Wednesday, free to hang out with Leon Pedro. Watch it. You'll learn how to make all this stuff. A uh, bit of a reminder, if you have not got your Adabop subscription started, you must do it now. Because now. you will not remember. Monday at noon is when it's cutting off. We're shipping earlier. I hope the people who said... When is it shipping? When is it shipping? It takes too long to... Where's my spy camera? Where's my spy camera? Where's my spy camera? They say, I, hope, spy camera? I hope they say, man, you ship too early this time. Why are you shipping things so early and so good? This is that, that said no one ever. No, I know. So anyways, um, we're, uh, we're ahead of schedule on Adabox 09. We are. But if you want Adabox 09, you still have a little bit more time. We have a few slots open. But we will, and we have a limited number of boxes, and we made yeah. the boxes, so and, it's and like we'll, we, we might, went out. It might even end before, before Monday at noon, but that's when we know that it's... For sure. That's a cutoff, cutoff. Yeah. So if you want one, and it's jam-packed full of really sweet stuff. Halloween-themed, so if you want There's it... There's a lot of what, We played the videos in the beginning of the show, um, so I'm not going to play them again, but that's that. Sign okay. up. All right. Um, before we go on to New Products Lady, the code is Neotrellis. Yes. I wonder why. 10% off the native store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, except for Adabox and gift certificates. Kick it. Okay. New, 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 Yeah. Okay. All right. First up, it's a battery holder, but this is a really nice battery holder. Okay. You got some double A's. You got two of them. You put them in. You get about like two and a half to three volts, but look on the ends. You got those premium jumper wires, not just raw wires, but you have little pluggy cables. So you can plug this directly into a breadboard and it works great. So you don't have to worry with those fiddly wires or soldering them. Of course you can solder them into a PCB and cut the wires and strip them, but perfect for if you want to use these um, with a breadboard or a perf board or a board with f uh, female headers, or if you're doing squishy circuits and you want to like poke these into some conductive uh, Play-Doh, also great. Okay. Next up, the Inky Fat. So we actually have carried a version of this. We have the red, white, and black version. And this is like this golden yellow, uh, white, and black version. So it's basically the same design, except the ink panel itself is a little bit different. And I can show it on the overhead. So let's kick it overhead style. Oh, I gotta zoom in. Um, so it's e-ink. So when I um, remove this, Bam, it stays on. And then you can see it's got black for the Blinka and then white for the background and it's kind of golden yellow. You can see the, a little bit of the previous image because I didn't let it finish refreshing. It had the later fruit. But um, the other one is red, white, and black. So this is a golden yellow. I think people are gonna like the red a lot more, but sometimes you want like a little yellowish color, like a golden color. Um, it is a very unique, like a, a not as exciting as the red, um, but it is a highlight color, so it might be good for your project. Otherwise, the code's the same. Comes with a CircuitPython code, plugs right onto any Raspberry Pi. I have it on a Pi Zero here, but you don't have to use it with a Pi Zero. Can you work with a Pi 2 or a Pi 3? Any of the Pis with a 2x20 connector, and it comes fully assembled. So you just plug it right in, install the Python code from Pimeroni, and uh, you're good to go. Okay. Next up. All right, more from Pimeroni. We got a big shipment of stuff. This is um, the graphics hat, and we're just going to show it, you know, not lit up, and then I'm going to show the demo lit up. It's got a, uh, this, you can see here, this is a monochrome graphic display, 128 by 64 pixels, and then around the side, there's uh, six capacitive touch buttons with um, LED backlights, and uh, it's all controlled over I squared C, so let's 
check this out. Okay, so we got this nice demo. It's showing Adafruit. And then you see here these buttons. See how there's like a nice um, light up that lets you know when it's touched. Light up, not, light up, not great. Um, so these are capacitive touch buttons. And so there's a kind of green blue backlight that you can change and you can um, set it. So now it's like it's turning blue and you can turn all them on. And of course you can program whatever you want the buttons to do. You don't have to have it change the backlight color. Um, I believe it's a full color backlight. It might be only green and blue, but I think that I actually don't remember, but it's at least green and blue. Um, and you can change the backlight for in the six zones. And then the buttons, you know, you program this over Python and you have it do whatever you want. Again, I've got it on a Raspberry Pi 3B plus here, but you can put it on an A plus, you can put it on a Pi zero, it'll overhang a little bit. Um, but it's also fully assembled, uh, plug and play. It even comes with some hardware to mount it securely onto your Raspberry Pi. So great if you want to make a little interface um, with buttons that people can touch. And I like the LED feedback. It's a very nice uh, diffuse look, lets you know that the button press was uh, read by the board. So that's yeah. two Pimeroni Pi so, stuff. And it's RGB. Yeah, I think it's RGB. It's yep. Okay, so that's the um, okay. another one. So there were two Pimeroni things. We're going to have more coming soon. Okay, next up. The HC SR04, this is like a classic sensor. I kind of forgot to carry this. This is a um, distant sensor. It's ultrasonic. It's got a transmitting and receiving ultrasonic. Uh, you can be like a bat or a um, dolphin, and you can uh, bounce ultrasonic for 40 kilohertz waves off of things. They bounce back, and it measures it. So it can do uh, distance measurements. And these are just very low-cost sensors. They're often used in robotics. But they're also great if you want to do some sort of break beam, uh, they have a very narrow angle, or if you want to detect people walking by, or you want to detect the distance of anything. Um, so this uh, is a simple sensor. It's a five volt sensor, uh, so we include some resistors with it, and I'll show you also a demo, so you can see what it looks like when you use it. So I've got it hooked up here to a feather, and then the two resistors, when the data comes out of it, it's five volt logic. So you just put the two resistors in between. And then, um, you know, you've got this distance sensor and I can get closer or farther away. And uh, it'll, it'll measure, you know, my hands. Now I'm really close, oh, not too close. One second. So six centimeters. And as I go back, it goes to 30, 40. And I think it can go up to um, I think 400, two, it's about 200 centimeters maximum. Um, so you can see here, it's like detecting the ceiling or something. And then eventually it's like, I can't detect anything. Um, but it's like, you know, go at one centimeter resolution. It's not uh, uh, super mega precise, but they're very cheap. I'll say that, you know, you want to toss this into a, a project. You don't have to worry about uh, breaking the bank. You can put like three or four of them, trigger one at a time so they don't collide the signal. Um, that's pretty common. You know, you'll see a robot with three or four of these around each corner. And we've got um, a link to an Arduino library that works good. And we have a CircuitPython library that also works with the Raspberry Pi. So simply use. I'll do a question that's on here. Is it ultrasonic sensor uh, I squared C? It's not. It uses this like distance with things. So it's not I squared C, which is a little bit of a bummer. But it's very inexpensive, and it only takes two pins. Um, so you can use any two digital pins that you like. And again, you can do it with MakeCode. We've got a, a library for an example code for MakeCode. We have a library for CircuitPython, and there's a lot of Arduino examples. So 
that's the only thing that's a little weird is it uses this distance trigger pin pulse width thing but you know it, it works pretty well um as you can see and it's pretty responsive you can i think do it uh cut, you know maybe 20 times a second you can get data um if you want a more precise sensor we've got the um uh, VL531L0X and uh, VL6108 uh, or 80X. Um, those are laser time of flight sensors. Those are going to be very precise, but you're going to pay a little bit more. Okay. All right, so simple ultrasonic sensor for distance. All right, and tonight to start the show, besides the community and you, Lady Ada, is Neotrellis. Our discount code. Which is also the discount yeah. code. Look okay, this. so Look this is what this. people have wanted this from the moment we had Trellis. Everybody was constantly asking. No one's going to say, this is exactly what I asked for and I got it. They're going to just say, well, can, can you do anything else different? Whatever. This is, we got this. This is the first question always. Can you, can you do an RGB trellis? Since the second we showed trellis. Yeah. Can you do an RGB trellis? Yeah. So now. So now you got, got this. A, now you got it. An RGB trellis. And as yeah. you see here, this is our little demo. And this is showing one panel. So like the trellis boards that we've sold before that were LEDs, you get these boards and each board does a four by four grid. And then you can tile them together, as many as you want, up to 32, which is a lot. And this is all done over I2C using Seesaw. So this is an I2C device. We have an interrupt pin if you want to use an interrupt input, but you don't need to. You can just pull the I2C and it's plenty fast. Um, and on the other side is uh, NeoPixels. And the NeoPixels are also handled over Seesaw. So again, you don't have to worry about what if I have a Raspberry Pi or an ESP32, and it's not great with NeoPixels. It's all done over I2C. So I have a demo of a massive grid. So like you're wondering, but what if I want more than four um, buttons? Well, you can tile them together. So you see you, you solder here. This is a mechanical connection. And on the bottom, you have the I2C and data pins. And you put a little piece of wire and you solder them. And like, yeah, don't like try to break this. But if you don't try to break it, it's not going to break. And it, it stays nice and solid. And then, of course, you solder all four together for mechanical strength. And then you only have to connect to one because it's a shared bus. And each one of them, the I2C jumpers, you short them so that each one has a unique address. And in the library, you just tell it, hey, you know, I've got uh, four boards. And then um, you get these elastomer pads that we sell, and they're sold separately. And then um, you just line up the pads there's a little nubs and then they sit nice and flat and i'll leave this one off so you can see it and then here's a, a demo it's just running off of a, a gemma m0 unless i killed the battery which i think hold on okay oh, there you go um so you can see these are the neopixels and then these are them diffused and that's like a little rainbow demo and then you can press each button and then you can do multiple button presses. It uses um, diodes so you can press as many buttons as you like. In fact, you can press all of them. Ah, so many buttons. You can just go bonkers with all your button pressing. Um, you can detect as many presses as you like. This one stayed on. And then uh, you've got full color and then you can control them separately. So in your code, you read the button presses, you're gonna have a callback and then you can set it to do whatever you want. So for this demo, I just have it when you're pressing it, it lights up a color, but of course, you know, you're free to do whatever your heart desires. Um, tile as many of these as you want. We even have uh, some laser cut files if you have a laser cutter or you can 3D print. Uh, we have some 3D printed projects that you can um, follow. And this is the same mechanical shape as the old trellis. So you can reuse all of our old uh, trellis projects. And now it's just like rainbowy joyfulness. Okay, so there you go. 
There you go, everybody. You wanted a new Pixel Trellis? You got one. Finally, all your desires have been met. Okay. And Beep. with that, Lady Ada, is the Yay! Okay. Ready? Yes. Recap. It's a new, 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 new recap. We got these two AA battery holders with those premium wires. They can just plug right into a breadboard. Epic. No dealing with those little thin wires. You got the inky fat in white, black, and golden yellow from Pimeroni, just like the other uh, e-ink display. It runs, of course, low power, uh, plugs into any Raspberry Pi and comes with Python code. The uh, graphics hat has a 120 by 64 monochrome display, six capacitive touch buttons, and a colorful backlight that you can have six zones that can change. So it's kind of an interesting indicator for your Raspberry Pi project, great for communicating data. Um, these low-cost HCSRO4 ultrasonic sensors are so popular in robotics, you might like them too. It even comes with two 10K resistors, so you can use them with 3-volt or 5-volt logic to measure distances. Neo Trellis. Each panel comes with 16 uh, NeoPixels, a seesaw over I2C. You can uh, read buttons and trigger the NeoPixels, and you can tile up to 32 of these together to make massive elastomer button panels, any kind of input device, synthesizer, drum machine, or control box that you want, uh, now has colorful NeoPixels behind those buttons. Boom. That's new products. Okay, if you like NeoTrellis, you can save 10% off. Use the code NeoTrellis in the Adafruit store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Lady Ada, we have some top secret stuff. Let's get through it. I know. Because we want to answer questions at the end. First up, debuted, I think, on Discord and also Twitter, LauraPi. Yeah, this What's is... What's LauraPi? Well, this actually is an old board, but I'm re I revised it because, you know, we have the, the Things Network um, router in the store, and we're going to do some Things Network, uh, you know, projects with LauraWAN and Arduino, and we're starting with, you know, the Feather M0 LoRa board that we've got. Um, but, you know, maybe you have a Raspberry Pi that you want to do as well. Just a design I made, and this is a revision. This time, um, you still have that uh, either an RFM69 or RFM9X. Um, you know, 400 or 900 megahertz, whatever you want. So I was like, you know what? I've noticed that it was really useful for Laura is to have a little OLED. So in, there's a little rectangle. So it's going to be a, an OLED display and then three buttons. So you can uh, send data from a Raspberry Pi, receive data over Laura um, or radio, and then you can display stats. Because I find if you're doing something with radio, you want to know, like, did your packet get received? What's the signal strength? You know, what's the power level or what's the battery remaining so um new design coming out soon okay and then we're finalizing the cricket for pi silk screen design. is done this is the silk screen for the cricket hat i sent out those boards uh, we even added um the wiring diagrams to the guide already because um, we're in anticipation um this is gonna be really cool it's a little bit different than the other crickets um for example, the USB is also a USB to serial converter, so you can use that to, to code your uh, Raspberry Pi. And the speaker is uh, is not controlled by CircuitPython or anything. It's an, it's an also um, I2S amplifier, and we got the uh, mute uh, control going as well. So it's going to be great. Um, this is a perfect match for Pi because the Raspberry Pi doesn't do motor control that well. It doesn't have PWMs, doesn't have analogs, doesn't have capacitive touch. It doesn't do NeoPixels even that well. Um, so now you actually get all the things that the Raspberry Pi doesn't do in a hat, uh, I think it'll be great for robotics. Okay, and then uh, I got one thing and then we're gonna show the last top secret. So um, we're still in testing for our AR app and this new one is if you have a Cricut 
or if you have um, the Hollowing, it'll uh, pop up the devices that you own. And so this will be on some of our invoices on the actual physical hardware, um, whether it be on the screen or maybe actually on the silk screen itself. And so this is us doing some testing with that. This will be um, out very soon. And then last oh, up... Oh, hair bounces nicely. It's yeah. like, hello, I'm a little cricket. And uh, last up, we have a case that is almost ready to ship for Circuit Playground Express. Do you want me to show on the overhead? Yeah. It's not out yet. It's not out yet. Here's some photos. Yeah. So it's like a case. Yeah, and then this is what it looks like. Um, you know, lit up. One that's in the dark. And then we'll show a demo here. A real demo. Yeah, I can show it off real so fast. So we're, we're in some intense testing Yeah, right so now. there's got the two buttons, and then there's this uh, middle button, so you, know, you can put into bootloader mode or reset it. Um, you got the two buttons here. You can plug in the USB. It's got the alligator clip available. And on the back, I'm a big fan of quarter 20. Um, it's not metric, but it is standard. So, you know, there's so many camera mounts and things that, you know, you can attach a, like a selfie stick or whatever. So mm -hmm. this quarter twenty, and then, a, and then a loop. You can yeah, you can do, sort of see there's could be a watch. It could there's be a slots. Belt. Yeah. You can put this on your belt or your watch or your a strap, any kind of strap, and it's a little bit more than one inch tall, so you can you, know, you can strap it onto something. Um, it's a nice clear case. It's two pieces. Uh, you can designed by Mike Dole. His name's on the case. His name's on the and case. And he's in Discord. And you know we made it strong enough that it's actually not um, super easy for me to remove. Yeah, I'm doing um, torture testing with it. So far, it's surprised, uh, it's surprisingly strong, and it surprised me that I can't break it. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can definitely open. I just don't want to do it and have it fly into like a thousand pieces all over the place. So maybe I'll yeah. actually just leave it in the case. You should but leave it in the case. You can open it. It's possible. I just yeah. don't want to break it because I only have one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just open it. But yeah. it snaps together, and it's um, you can see all of the components. That's nice, and you can see the LEDs. And you're wondering, why don't you have holes for the speaker and the microphone? But actually, we did testing, and it, we did not need it. And I would rather have it be more protective and less holes, um, so less dust or water yeah. or liquids can get in. Um, so we decided to go with no holes, and because we found that it doesn't make any difference for the audio uh, input or output or the light sensor. It works just fine. Okay. Back in the vault. Yeah. The round vault. Okay, if you're not on Discord, go there now. Adafruit.it slash Discord. That's where we're answering questions. We're going to um, answer a few. I have a couple loaded up Okay, uh, right load now. me up, load me up. Yeah, um, here we go. The first question was... Dun, dun, dun. Um, I'm ready. For the, I'm ready. It's not out yet. Don't ask. I can't answer those. Nope, these are all questions for... Does the Neo Trellis allow you to light up the LEDs as per normal new pixels without the buttons being pressed, or do they only light up when the buttons are being pressed? Oh, you, it's completely controlled separately. So you, the NeoPixel strip is like a NeoPixel strip. The code that we wrote just happens to look for a button press and then light them up. So you saw the, the beginning of the demo. Um, I'll, I'll show it. They, they light up all the LEDs um, one after the other, oh, one after the other. So this, I'm like doing this NeoPixel demo, and then I run the code that waits for a button press and then lights it up. But you know, each LED can be any color you want and you can control them totally separate than the button presses. I just thought this was a, like an indicator demo. I think people can see what's going on. Um, but you don't have to 
you can even use this without the buttons at all. You're like, I don't want this. I just want an LED matrix. That's fine, too. Okay, I'm going to skip around a little bit. Uh, who voices Adabot? Um, I used to, and then also, um, of course, Colin does now. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be the puppeteer, but uh, now one of us here. Does we have a rule? The only people that can uh, make the puppet shows, the circuit playground things, are the people who work here. Yeah. Okay, uh, next up. Uh, I'll, I'll take a crack at this one. What do you see as the different usages for the cricket with pie versus the cricket with playground? Do you think one or the other would be better for students? Ooh, so, good so, question. So it all depends. Because like maybe you have more advanced students who are doing linux stuff. That's where the pie really you know, shines because it's a very advanced computer. You might want to add a camera. You might want to do other things. My opinion is the easiest, fastest, best way to do robotics is Circuit Playground Express with Cricut because you can do make code for blocks, maybe more advanced Especially students. portable stuff because even yeah. the Raspberry Pi, you know, a Raspberry Pi portable robot is not easy. Uh, Raspberry Pis don't like to be powered off of batteries. Um, they really like to be plugged into the wall. So for, for, for um, things that stay still or things where you don't mind having a really big power supply, if you want to use the Pi camera or the um, HDMI display, if you need a lot of processing power, that's where that works out really well and i think the circuit playground express especially with make code is great for students who are not experienced python programmers they're not into typing you know they don't want to do the semicolons and the parentheses and this tabs and spaces they just want to drag blocks and get it working so i think the cricket circuit playground express is better for portable projects and uh simple projects that don't that that do something but don't need a ton of computational power and the cricket pie is going to be great when people are like okay i want to take um, I want to use OpenCV with the camera and then move a robot. Or I have um, audio that's like, you know, MP3 and I'm generating the audio and then I have capacitive touch to trigger it. That something that's a little bit more complicated yeah. and advanced. So lowest cost, easiest to use, Circuit Playground Express with Cricut. You can start with MakeCode and then end or JavaScript. And then, of course, you get CircuitPython. That's where I think you're going to ultimately end up anyways. Yeah. You can use Moo. And also, but the code's the same. By the CircuitPython yeah, code is the it, same. Same. For all of them. It doesn't matter what you're yeah, using. Yeah, so, so it doesn't matter, but it also depends on the code comes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's do some speed Let's around. do some questions. Um, do you suggest a good way to have the two hollow wings communicate to keep your eyes synchronized? Yeah, you could just, you know, connect the grounds together and then you can use the UART. You can RX and TX data, or you can actually just have a pin go high and low and just look for that pin going high and low. I mean, if it's just to synchronize something, just look for, just look, tw twiddle a pin. HCSRO4, what's the max range? You know, they say 450 centimeters, but I actually, I think over 250 centimeters, you're going to, you're not going to get as good performance. So I'm going to say 250. Uh, can you tell me about how many Adabox subscriptions list? I think less than 100, but uh, it's it's not that they much. They go really fast. because yeah, they don't waste the last second. I will warn you that okay. a lot of people with the last minute. Why is the OLED Featherwing cheaper than standalone OLED breakouts? Um, it depends on how many we're making. Um, I believe we're just much, much better at making the OLED Featherwings. Um, right. And I think it doesn't have as much level shifting circuitry on it. Um, so that will make a difference as well okay. as the size of compatible with Cricut despite female, female headers? You know, mm -hmm. not really. I think you could make it work, but I would use wires because it's not going to plug in. Um, so, yeah, just use, use uh, all you need is 3 volts, ground, SDA, and SCL, and that's all you need uh, for Cricut. And then you can basically use the Halloween with the Cricut. Next up, uh, how's the progress going to the server wing? Well, it's not out yet, but we did post up some things, and uh, you'll see something soon. Like, we're getting close. Like we have. It's not out yet. Yeah, we're getting Don't close. Ask. Um, will you ever add more money to Circuit Playground? Uh, it all depends. Um, chip prices go lower. We, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's 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 you know what. It's jam packed now. It's jam packed, and it's it is you know you you do pay per byte, um, 
so not any time super soon. Um, you can desolder the chip and add your own if you like, though. Okay. Is there an organization that is working, making a law or something for universal adapters for power? No. <laughs> everyone is out to kill each other, and everyone's terrible and lies to everyone when it comes to electronics. That's true. So everyone is just trying to figure out how to screw everyone over as if to buy the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But once you get through that, life's easier. Yeah. It just, it's just, it just, you just learn to live with it. Yeah. Okay. And with that, those are the questions. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, there's a lot of questions. Okay, Lady Ada, you want to give something away? Tonight? I do want to give something away. I'm going to give away a Neo Trellis. You're going to give away a Neo Trellis? Wow. Yeah. What are the uh, the rules for the trivia? The rules one? are if you've won something before, you can't win again, only one winner per my lifetime. And uh, the person who is going to uh, call the phone, and I'm going to say ahoy, ahoy, and it, today is Talk Like a Pirate Day. So it's very uh, topical. I'll say ahoy ahoy. I'll pick up the phone. I'm going to ask you your name, uh, where you're calling from, and a project you're working on or you want to work on. And if you're able to answer all those questions, I will send you out a Neo Trellis board. Okay, this is the phone number. So call this phone number. It's going to ring twice, and I'm going to say ahoy ahoy. That's it. One bit stab. Call it. This is the phone. Call this phone. It's going to ring. Phone number. It's going to do stuff. Oh, there's one ring. There's one ring. Let's see if we can do two rings, and then they can't hang up on me. Okay, pick it up. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. Arr, hello, you're the winner of the fabulous trivia question contest. Ah, ask an engineer. What's your name and where are you calling from? Jeff from Florida. Jeff from Florida? Yes. Okay, well, congratulations, Jeff. You want a Neo Trellis. Wow, yay. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com. S-U-P-P-O-R-T at Adafruit.com and say, hey, I'd like to uh, get my free product number 3954. And they'll say, okay, Jeff, and they'll send it to you in Florida. What is it making? That's right. So what are you making? Or what are you going to make with this Neo Trellis that you're going to get? Hello? Jeff? Wait. Jeff, Jeff is like, I'm going to leave Jeff, right Jeff, now and wait. get my prize. Jeff got his prize. Hello? I guess he's gone. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, okay. yeah. What are you working on? What's a project you're working on or you want to work on? Some sort of Halloween thing. Okay. Maybe uh, a fake doorbell or a funky doorbell thing. Oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah, well, you got time. you got six weeks till Halloween, so I think that's enough time for you. Well, if you make a cool project, come by Show and & Tell and show it off. Okay. All right. Well, it's a pleasure speaking to Jeff, and don't forget to email to get your free prize. Okay. All right. Good night. Sweet. Okay, that was a terrific question. Congratulations. Good work, Jeff. The trivia question is, what's your name? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to do uh, one kind of follow-up question, because someone had a good question in the chat. They that said, was a good question. Well, they said, like, do you see CircuitPython replacing C and Arduino ID? And the answer is, all depends, but um, the other answer is yes, because especially for certain things, it takes a really long time. Robotics is a good first example. It takes a really long time to do something in Arduino, compile, wait, things made, it goes and transfers, and you make a one little change, and you want to keep doing that over and over and over and over and over and over again, a thousand times. Yeah. So with CircuitPython, it's just basically editing a text file, and it's a USB drive on your computer. It's just like, if you, you can just change a little number, 
hit save, and it's automatically One running. One second. In fact, there was, there was a, a Kickstarter um, for OpenMV, and they actually said they use, they use MicroPython, which CircuitPython is a variant of, and they say the one-second iteration is really key for doing yeah. um, video and camera stuff because you're like, oh, I just want to tweak this. I don't, you know, the threshold should be like 10 less or one more or like change the color a little bit. Um, and this is something that you can do in Python. Uh, yeah. We had a teacher it, today email say um, they, yeah. they've, been, they've been using CircuitPython on Chromebooks. So I'll give you an example. If you're trying to get the best performance because you're an advanced developer, of course you're going to eventually like write something in C. You're going to go crazy. Yeah. Like, in, in you're going to just do something that's optimized for performance. If you're an educator or if you're learning or if you want to enjoy yourself, you don't want to. You don't care about that. You want to spend the most time iteration, most time in iteration, most time developing, most time having fun. If you're if you're gonna get super tweaky, and you have like okay, I need to design for manufacturing. I'm gonna use this like pick chip or this other like. You want to be as cheap and yeah, fast as optimal. That's different. Like I have but to put a million little things in a thing. Like it's gonna it's different than learning and teaching, and also the curriculums in schools are Python. So yeah, like you could potentially relearn everything if you're in curriculum, but you can do electronics right now with yeah. Python. So I think for what Arduino is and the type of people that are using Arduino. Today, the badge project was a good example. It's really hard to do a badge on a screen with 20 images in Arduino. It's really hard. Yeah. Very Just easy. like drag and, drag and drop. You can actually do any kind of drag and drop you, with Arduino. They don't have mass storage yeah. support. So, like, it just depends where you want to spend your time. Yeah. And for a lot of people at the beginning, they just want to get going as quickly as possible. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, me too. We talk to educators, and they're like, we just want to be able to have students... Of all in 45 ages, minutes. In 45 minutes or less, do something. And it shouldn't just be installing IDD, getting all these weirdo libraries everywhere. They just want to open up a text file on maybe not the best computer at all and immediately start being able to make something happen. Yeah. Also, so. I, I will say um, one thing that really inspired, just because Burning Man just ended, um, I was really inspired with CircuitPython because I'd had to do a lot of projects at Burning Man. This was a while ago. Um, now they have like, internet there or something. but. Having to debug and customize a project in the field, like this is an, it's the ultimate in the field. Like you don't have anything. Like there's no there's no internet. You barely even have power, and you're debugging a project. You're making a project work and fixing it. Um, and doing that with with Pixie was a, such a nightmare. And then I did, I think uh, maybe a year or two with Arduino, and that was kind of better, but not great. And if I had Circuit Python, you just plug in your Chromebook. You get a cheap Chromebook. You plug it in. You, you can edit the code and, and modify it on the fly and then have it running again. You can back up the code easily. Um, like, yeah, and you don't have to download drivers. Oh, like that would have been really nice 15 years ago. Yeah. And so like the, the last bit of this before we end the show is if you choose a good platform, I say something like Circuit Playground Express, Feather, M4, all the stuff that we recently did, all the SAMD stuff that Adafruit did, you get MakeCode, you get JavaScript, you get... Um, of course, Circuit Python. Yeah. You get Arduino. Get Lisp. Like, there's so many more things you can do, and so yeah, you can choose. But I think that's the thing. You, you if, if you're in this like maker world, you probably want to spend more time having fun doing things than um, like compiling and waiting, compiling and waiting, because the time comes from somewhere. Yeah, and if you're yeah. not making ten thousand, what is it? Is it really yeah. worth your time? Okay. All right. So that's it. Our show is over. Um, Neutralis is good all the way up to 11:59 p.m. Pick up. We have neotrelses in stock. We made like a hundred. We got them. We got them. We got them. Get you, them. you asked for and, them. And do not forget, if you didn't get Adabox, do it right now. The second we're probably going to be running out. I just look. We do have less subscriptions available. So if we run out, we run out. So do it now. Um, that's it for the show. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, all the Adafruit thanks, team members. Everybody. We'll see some of you soon. See some of you at Maker Fair. Um, thanks for making this the best hour, besides the best half an hour, which is show and tell. 
Um, and uh, thanks all the Adafruit team members that are helping run the show behind the scenes and the remote team members and the community, everyone in Discord and more. We will see you soon. The last more buttons. Here is your moment of Zener. Bye, everybody.